All right, welcome into another edition of the Tommy Mac Podcast here on 1010XL's podcast platform, of course, on Facebook on 1010XL as well. You can catch me on the relevant app. Hope you all had a great Memorial Day weekend. What a great weekend to celebrate uh, the freedoms that we have in our great country. You know, look, obviously there's there's still a lot of differences here in our country, but at the same time, we... We uh, also are, are very connected and very together, and you saw that all throughout the country with Memorial Day weekend celebrations. I tell you what, I had a chance to sit on the beach. The beach was packed. I got a set up for the most part. My, my family wasn't down yet. I just sat on the beach looking out on the ocean and just thinking all the, all the lives that have been lost, you know, fighting for our freedom. And it, it's countless. I mean, it's so many. It's unbelievable all throughout you know, the history of, of our country and, and fighting for that freedom. I, I, I hold you, military men and women, the past, the present, the future, I say it all the time, in the highest regard, uh, you're the most selfless people on the planet, and I, I just I just can't say enough. Of course, my father and my mother and my oldest brother being military as well, so that's very, very close to home. Going to get into a few things today. Um, I do want to get into, uh, of course, we'll get into some JAG talk with I'm looking at their wide receiver core, and I'm pretty excited about the wide receiver core. And I, one guy keeps standing out to me, and I'll tell you who it is, that is in just a little bit. Of course, I also want to get into this Tebow and Taysom Hill comparison because, look, everyone's like, oh, he's not the athlete. He's not, but there is a comparison. I'm going to tell you what that is in a little bit as well. I thought it was great. It was that Sunday night um, – on AEW Wrestling, Urban Meyer makes an appearance. <laughs> Chris Jericho comes into his office. He grabs the laptop from Urban, and they smash it. I mean, you know, I, I love, obviously, Tony Khan's the owner. He's the son of the Jags owner, and, you know, he's the owner of AEW. What a, I mean, he's really growing that that business, man. It's pretty cool to see. Um, and uh, he gets Urban Meyer in there and make a cameo. I thought it was I thought it was great. You know, hey, wh- why not? Why not? You know, have a little fun. You're in the off season, and all it does is bring a little bit a, you know, extra juice to the table. You know, that's all. I think I thought it was, it was absolutely uh, fantastic. All right, I want to get into something. Two things that are not football related, but they're sports related. One is these these fans that think it's okay to throw objects at at players. We're seeing it in the NBA. Um, and had a fan try to charge the court as well. You know, first of all, fans, and I know, I'm not lumping you all together because that's what a lot of media do, does. I do not do that. It's, it's, a, it's a select few. You know, most fans just go to enjoy the game. They just go and have a good time, and they're cheering on for their team, and they're pissed off when they lose, and they may boo a little bit. They may yell a little bit. They may cheer out loud, but they're not throwing things at players. It's a small, tiny percentage. But those people, um, you know, look, you you got no, <laughs> no right to do that. And I agree with Charles Barkley. You want to throw something at somebody, a player, then come on down to the court and we'll take a little five-minute timeout, maybe two-minute timeout, and we'll let you go toe-to-toe with the player you just threw the thing at and see how tough you actually are. I think that is absolutely – I mean, could you imagine – Standing on the court, playing your ass off, trying whatever, and a water bottle that's half full, waxy in the side. Now, it didn't hit Irving, but what if it did? What if it whacked him in the nose? What if it whacked him in the eye? What if it broke, like, his nose or something or or his orbital bone or whatever? Or it, it caused him to have to leave the game. I mean, what kind of crap is that? 
Who, whoever, where are your manners? Like the manners of people have gone out the window, and that's stupid. You fans, you can't act like that. Look, I, I'll say this: you can say whatever you want to a player, anything you want. You can yell, whatever. Now, if you want to start name calling, you want to start getting really irrational and Mister Tough Guy, well, then expect them to, you know, yell back because I would, right? And I would challenge you and all that stuff. I'm not doing that now. I'm just saying, as a player, I would be that riled up if you, you were that vicious to me for whatever reason. Yeah, I would, I would yell back at you and be like, all right, meet me outside. Or, hey, let me come up there and I'll, I'll come up there and we can talk about whatever. I just, you know, there's, look, again, you fans, you, the only right you have in that stadium, whatever stadium that is, is to, to have fun and cheer on your team and yell at them and boo them and all that other stuff. You have no right to do anything else. You don't have any right to hit anybody. You don't have any right to throw anything. You know, this, this is it's getting out of hand, and, and, I, and I agree with these players. Now, I don't, I don't think it's I, – look, I don't want to be naive. You know, maybe in the Irving – I think Irving said it, was ra- it felt racist to him, like he was being thrown at because he's a black guy. And maybe there was. I have no idea. I don't think that's why people throw things. I think they get, they get so mad. You know, years ago, remember what was the, it was uh, what was that big fight with Ron Artest and Ben uh, Wallace and Artest wanted no malice at the palace, and I was doing a radio show then, and and I was like, I I get Artest going in the stands now. Look, he, he didn't want any part with Ben Wallace, and nobody did at that time. Ben was a menacing force in the NBA, and remember, Artest was like, Yo, man. I don't want any. And he laid down on the on the scores table to be like, I'm not fighting, you know, especially that guy. And what happened? Plastic cup. Whap. Whaps him right in the face. He turns. He sees a guy who does it. And he goes after him. I was all for it. I was like, damn right, go after him. Who do, who gives the right of that? Fa-? And I remember, I, I can't remember, it was Dempsey or whatever. They were like, no, you can't do that. No, you can't. I said, listen, th- there is no way you're allowed to do that to, to any athlete whatsoever. You're throwing objects. I just think that's way, way out of line. I know what happens, but look, I hope one of these times you're close enough to one of those ball players snatch you up and bring Now, if you can handle it, fine, good for you, but most of you can't because most real tough guys – they don't throw objects. I'm just saying. All right, we'll move on. Another point I want to make, because I, th- I found it interesting, and I don't watch tennis. I don't. I, I Back in the day, maybe Sampras, Becker, those kind of guys, but not, not really uh, today. Maybe the ladies. I, I do remember going up to Amelia Island, and I met uh, Venus. I didn't meet Venus or Serena, but I, oh no, I met Venus and her dad. We A bunch of us Jags went up there, and we're talking to him. He's a really cool guy. But anyway, Naomi Osaka um, – she withdraws from the French Open, citing mental health. She got fined fifteen grand for not showing up for a press conference. Um, you know, here's a question for not because people, some people, they understand. Like, all right, look, we get it. You know, give her, give her a break, give her breathing room. Let's let's let her calm down, take care of herself, and come back. Some people are like, hey, man, this is what you signed up for. You know, you have sponsors to adhere to. You you have fans that you got to talk to. You know, yada yada. Now look. As a former pro athlete, I don't really need I don't need to hear anything from any any player anywhere. I just it whatever. Say I mean I'm not saying they don't everyone can have an opinion. I just I don't I don't really pay attention to it. Like look, I can watch Serena Williams play a tennis match. I don't need to hear her press conference after to get anything more than I got from watching. 
Does that make sense? Like any anything she says, I don't whatever. Now you know if it's something that's controversial or something, maybe you know you pay attention to it. But I don't know. I really it. I don't really need anything out of that athlete. But but fans, you do you do you really need to hear them talk? You know, and I don't know how'd you feel. Well, I felt great. Great. You know, I mean, I always love the question, what's your emotions? Well, I'm I'm through the roof. Like, I'm, I'm going crazy. I mean, I don't know. You know, it's just, I don't know. I guess, does she have a responsibility to a certain degree? But if she has that much anxiety over getting in front of a camera or a microphone, then you got to figure something out. I've got friends. I know there are a lot of you out there, a lot of you out there that, uh, that you you can't stand getting up in front of people. You, you you it drives you. I've got friends that are executives that they they get so over anxious. They they hate it. They start sweating. I'm like I'm like brother, you're like the CEO. Like what are you what are you talking about? He's like I just don't like getting up there. It's it, I've I've always liked it, you know. So that doesn't bother me. But for people that do, for Naomi Osaka, you know, yeah, maybe you got to find a a better way to where she's not. And, and, no disrespect to the media out there. Half your questions are stupid to a, to an athlete. They are maybe to the fan that I'm to an athlete like or coach. Like, okay, I got to say this again. Yeah, somebody asked me this three weeks ago, and last week, and the week after, and two weeks from now, they're gonna ask you the same question. What's the emotion of your team, coach? <laughs> I love those questions, but uh, yeah, something to look at, no doubt about it. One thing I've been looking at is the wide receiving core of this team. Let me just throw this at you, okay? First of all, we've got three juniors and and a second, which I think is cool. Marvin Jones Jr., DJ Chark Jr., and LaVisca Chenault Jr. So if all those three are starting, we got to come up with a a nickname. Remember there used to be the Three Amigos? I don't know what junior is in Spanish. Maybe we got to find that out, the three juniors, you know what I mean, and see how that works out. you got to like that top three. Colin Johnson, to me, which I'm, I didn't mention his name earlier. He's 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 going to be a star, I think. I and I think they all have a chance. Now, granted, you, you you've only got so many guys to throw it to. You know, you got all, so many guys to get plays. But I think Colin Johnson can be a tremendous asset, especially in the red zone. He's fast and he's tall and he's long, and you can throw it up there, and you can throw it out past him and let him go get it. You can throw it up in the air, and let him jump for it. I think he could be. A secret, not a secret weapon, because people are going to find out about him quick. But I think Colin Johnson is going to be a very, very good player if they give him the opportunity, which I think they will. A Jamel Agnew and Philip Dorsett brought in the second, sorry, Philip, brought in as free agents. We'll see. A lot of speed there. Agnew's probably going to be your return guy. So that's good. You know, we need, you need a, look, we had Reggie Barlow, Reggie. You were incredible. I mean, just incredible. You could take it to the house on any given moment. Uh, you need those kind of players on your teams. There's no question about that. Jalen Camp from Georgia Tech, they, they're already saying good things about him. Uh, Josh, I'm going to butcher his name. He's from Illinois. He jumped like 47 and a half feet at the Combine or at his pro day. Uh, at, the, at his pro day. Josh Imator Baby. Or something like that. Sorry for the the the, the mispronunciation uh, there. I do have trouble with my R's and L's, though. I used to have to go to speech class as a kid. Throw the macaroni on the tongue. I had a lisp, too. Yeah, really enjoyed that one, let me tell you. Uh, but I look, I think, and then you got some guys, uh, uh, Terry Godwin, uh, Josh Hammond, Tom, Tim Jones, and John K. Uh, Johnson. So, look, I don't know how many of those guys are going to make it, but I'll take that top five or six right now. 
I will. And four is Colin, and then Agnew I threw in there, and then Camp, we'll see. So at least the top four. I mean, you got to like Marvin Jones, DJ Chark, LaVisca, Chenault, all juniors, and then Colin Johnson. I like that. I think that's gonna be. I think that's gonna be really, really good. And uh, looking forward to seeing more. I'm gonna try to get out there this week. I think you gotta. I, I think you gotta sign up today or something. I'm gonna find out. But I gotta get out there. I want to just walk around and and see how they're doing out there now that they're they're whipping it around. All right, gonna gonna wrap it up with this. This whole and I don't want it. It's my shows are not gonna be all about Tim Tebow. Look, I I agree with a lot of the players and what Urban says. He's one guy out of ninety trying to make. It. And that's how I feel. There's no, there's no star for me. There's no, I want to see him perform. But let me tell you something. The, so far, so good from what we're hearing. He looks the part. He may not be your tight end. Uh, Dempsey, my co-host, or hit, it, I shouldn't say co-host. I'm the guest. He's the host on Fridays. He thinks that there's going to be a package specific for Tim Tebow. But th- think about this. As far as a comparison, forget the 4-8 to the 4-4. Forget all that. But Tim Tebow can still perform on special teams. He could still run down on kickoff. He could run down on punt. I mean, he could be a, he could have a package. He could have a pistol package, a short yardage, a goal line package. That would be enough, right? I mean, if he's that good enough to make the team, with 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 the uh, you know the the naysayers out there, will they stop? Because I keep seeing it, you know, he doesn't deserve this, does it? Whatever, whatever. You it, it doesn't matter now, in your opinion really doesn't matter either because he's on the team and he's working out and he's trying to make the team. I don't care if he ever lines up at tight end. Do you? But if he can contribute to this team winning, then why would anybody be against it? Why would you be against it at all? It'll be interesting. We'll see if Tim can make it happen. Look, I'm telling, if I'm Urban, I'm telling Tim, Tim, the more you can do, the better chance you've got. So if you can, if you can beat out these guys on punt team, if you can get down there and make tackles, if you can help me in short yardage and goal line, if we can get comfortable with you really commit, you know, really um, committing to victories, really you know, helping our team win, great. If not, you roll them into the organization. This is what I think, my opinion, my opinion. If he doesn't make the team, he will have developed a great rapport with the, the other players, regardless if he makes the team or not. I believe that. He will he he already is. Not in a rah-rah way. It's not about rah-rah. It's just about a relationship, communicating, uh, conversing, being a good steward, a good minister of the head coach's message, right? If he doesn't make the team for whatever reason, I think those players will respect him. I think they'll like him. And I think that's where Urban says, Hey Tim, why don't you come in? Why don't you do something? We'll do some kind of player player role for you. You'll be a part of this organization, and you'll help us win. I think that could be in the cards. Of course, Tim's trying to make it, and I hope he does make it because I think it's a great story. And who doesn't like a great freaking story, man? Everybody should. Too many negative out there. Don't be negative. Negatives for the weak. Be strong. Be positive. And you'll be good. All right, we'll see you next time right here on the Tommy Mac Podcast. Thanks for tuning in right here on 1010XL's podcast platform, 1010XL on Facebook, and, of course, on the relevant app. Y'all have a great day and week. We'll see you Friday on 1010 and next time next week on the Tommy Mac Podcast. Have a great day.